Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Mission Focus Mindset. Um, today we're going to talk about reflecting in a little more of a business sense. So Ronnie and I are going to have a discussion yeah. about this and just see where it goes. So Ronnie, obviously, you, as your main thing that you're doing day in, day out, you run a business. Right. So, I don't know, talk to me about... Uh, Talk to me about this. So reflecting is really big. Like when you branch off and you do your own thing. Dude, these flies are spinning <laughs> off. But it's really big when you when you branch off because when you're working for someone or you're with a company, there's already s these systems in place. Mm -hmm. So even like as far as what the schedule is, what times are we open? What are our operating hours? How do we sign someone up? How do we take like a point of sale? Um, if it's a gym the gym already has pre-scheduled classes and training, but when you work for yourself, you kind of have to put those systems together yourself. And you know this a little bit with just like the nutrition and meal plans. There's not like a template out there. You can't just look up a company or a website that you like and say, oh, they do it this way. Let me plug it into my life and my business and work. It doesn't really work like that. Um, but the only way you could really make your business optimal for you and, and work you have to reflect it's constant like we me and marissa we have reflections on the way home and to work like five in the morning four in the morning we're driving to work we're reflecting on how the day's going to go when we're done with work we reflect hey how how did that go what can we do better what are we going to do next week next month and we're always kind of looking like next year or six months down the road uh -huh. just because what we do today does have to line up with what we want to do tomorrow and next month and what our bigger picture is um because if it's not then when we do get to that mile marker, we're not gonna be able to take that next step. So reflecting and just always knowing kind of where you're at and how things are going is, is huge. Probably more so in business than almost any other aspect of your life. And how much of that is like done, let's say the reflecting, how much of that is like just done in your head? Right. Which kind of is like a, just a thought process versus yeah. like other things that you like physically take action and do is like a real step in reflecting like do you write things down do you have like an action plan or like a list that you just like check things off or like what's that mindset our day-to-day -day stuff is more so like in our head and then just verbal communication making sure we're on the same page mm -hmm. like i said that could be 3 4 in the morning on our drive here just communicating and um figuring out how the day is going to go and, and the week but like our long-term goals, that's things that we write down and we actually have almost like a business model or a business plan for and um, things that we can constantly update and check off or take out based on how things are going and, and the shift that we're seeing or the trends we're seeing like with the business based on what we like and what we don't like at the time. Got it. So, Yeah, um, you mentioned that like on your drive, yeah. I'm reflecting, I tell you like, I have a long commute to work every day from my Oh yeah, way longer than us. So I do a ton of reflecting on that drive. Um, it's prime yeah, baking time. I know. <laughs> that and showers, you know. Right, yeah. <laughs> but seriously, just like, um, for me, I like to get, now this isn't only for reflecting, but just like when I get an idea, which a lot of times it is reflecting on what I've been doing in the business or just my goals in life or whatever, I will you know just be kind of in deep i gotta get into a spot where like i'm 
thinking about it critically. Right. And, um, you know, a lot of times it does happen on a drive. And I might get a, based on what I have been doing with my business and where I want to take it, I might, so effectively reflecting, um, a lot of times I'll get an idea and then what I'll usually go do is I've got a system, well, a system of good old post-it notes. Yeah, there you go. Post -it -notes need, everywhere. It doesn't have to be crazy. So usually I do that and I just literally create a checklist for myself. So whether that's creating a um, new system with how clients check in or just adding some aspect to that, um, just being able to think about the business critically mm -hmm. and keep evolving it. Right. Um, that's what helps you scale, helps you get better. And it's, just, it's fun, honestly. I mean, it is. I like business, so uh, just critically thinking about stuff and being able to come up with original ideas or yeah. even concepts that are based on something that you get inspiration from. Right. Um, which is something I like doing. Just you know, getting, I'm trying to think of an example off the top of my head, which I can't, of course. <laughs> I mean, our YouTube, but, like we're trying to grow our YouTube and that's just an idea. Even this podcast is, how many times do we sit in this office and just talk about it for like six hours and why not record it? Right, so, yeah. We're just starting to work out like right. 20 minutes, warming up, getting our pre-workout drinks ready and stuff. And <laughs> <laughs> we basically talked out a 20 minute podcast yeah, we record. It's so. crazy kind of putting it into action now but um yeah I mean just like being able to critically think about what you've been doing where you want to take things and then being creative with a way to get there right is uh you know if you you've got to be creative because um it doesn't always mean that you are thinking of something that's totally revolutionary mm-hmm but you have to think of the most effective way to apply ideas that maybe they already exist, but right. um, you know you got to be able to apply ideas to your application and essentially just put them into practice and make it work. And one thing that's something that I've done that I think a lot of people do that build things up, and especially at a quick rate, is if you get an idea, try it. And then, like, yeah. sometimes, as long as it's not a super stupid idea. Right, but you don't um, know. Yeah, if you you've got know. a certain basis with it and you have just kind of your gut feeling, go with it and be, don't be afraid to try a bunch of things. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, just almost throwing a bunch of things at the wall and seeing what sticks. Right, literally. But um, also with that, be able to learn from it and pivot quickly. I think pivoting is huge because, like, COVID hit, and unfortunately there's half the amount of gyms in the fitness industry right now because people weren't able like uh, most people if you give them a timeline and that could be a short timeline that could be 10 years if you give them a timeline with an actual date an end date and this has to happen by then people can most people are able to critically think and plot and plan something out but when things happen just like that and in life and business things do happen just like that it's much more less of a plan and okay this is what i'm doing boom we're switching right here this is how we're going to keep it rolling mm -hmm. um if you're not able to pivot it sounds kind of kind of bad but 
business is probably not for you just because every day there's there's always like a struggle you're going to go through a mistake happen whether it's your fault the employee's fault the customer's fault whatever it is and you always do have to pivot and how do i make the situation better this didn't work what will Mm -hmm. um but also pivoting comes with reflecting too if you don't know how your business is going or the route that it's taking how can you pivot because there's nowhere you don't even know where you're at right now how could you take it somewhere else right if you don't know what's i guess if you don't know what's already working for you or how your system is working right then you might not visualize how like for example covid would be affecting your business Mm -hmm. until it's too late and you're already seeing the negative impact of it right um but if you understand what you're doing and how that's working and what challenges some unexpected events gonna come up and you know if you understand that proactively if you're proactive about that then you can quickly pivot and try things and change things that are not just um a random thought but it's mm-hmm. like since you understand you have reflected you've understood how things work and what makes them work and now the new challenge is thrown into that right you know how to basically um create a fix that aims to address that specific challenge rather than just either hoping and praying that it randomly works out right. or like we've seen i mean how many gyms commercial gyms and stuff shut down yeah covid just in our area not in, like across the country it's insane but that's the same thing like they have a system that works and they built it up but they're not able to adapt and fluidly change things or if they are same thing they need a plan and they have to plan it out then they got to implement it just to get back on their feet whereas if you're able to just pivot and move right away mm-hmm. then you stay open like that's literally the difference of staying open or shutting down for good so right it's kind of wild and that's something that people have to realize with business not just in fitness but we're going to use a fitness example here mm-hmm. is for example when covid hit you know fitness did not go away as an industry no. people tell the gym shut down fitness did not go away as an industry but the gyms that shut down they just didn't pivot to realize how to continue getting that money mm-hmm. you know um they the money is there whether you are doing well or you're not you essentially have to find a way to provide value yeah that causes people to spend their money at your place of business right um so you know for example i'm going to go a little bit off topic of fitness here but an example that I hear all the time is some people hate technology or technological advancements right. or just like any kind of new invention because they think it's going to like take away the jobs, take away the jobs and like, you know, there's not going to be all these different manual tasks around anymore. But people just got to realize like the money isn't going away. It's just going to a different place. So you have to make maybe pivot and learn new skills, provide new value in the marketplace, you know? And the example of, like, technology becoming a bigger thing, um, and people get afraid it's going to take their job, which, okay, maybe it's going to change the way that the job market looks, but that doesn't mean that the money is gone. That means that you maybe need to learn a new skill set. You know, with all the new advancements in technology, 
you know, they still need people to fix those things. Yeah. They need people to build those things. Create them. Um, yeah, to design them, create them. I mean, it isn't the work is just shifting to different places, and you need to in business whether you're whether you run a business or whether you are an employee with a certain skill set. Yeah. You need to learn how to pivot to continuously know how to draw provide value and draw on the money from wherever it's at because it's still out there. It doesn't like wealth and all that like money it doesn't disappear. Um, it can be redistributed and you need to figure out how to pull some of that distribution yeah. towards you. Yeah. So. No, that's that's a good point. I think a lot of people don't understand that maybe if you're not able to get clients or generate business, um, a lot of people think like maybe it's not the right time or maybe I'm not in the right neighborhood or we don't work enough hours, whatever it is, maybe it, your business just isn't adding value or it's not adding the value that you equate the dollar sign to. So like maybe your prices are too high based on the value that customers deem your worth. So it, you could keep the prices the same but then you really have to adjust and figure out the service you're providing is not good enough. How do we make it better so that we do generate that type of income? Mm -hmm. Or how? what's a price point that I can drop down to that people are comfortable saying, okay, that's worth it, I'm gonna spend my money there. Yeah. And I think that's like an aspect people don't realize a lot of the time. That like everyone wants to blame other things or it's a lot easier if you fail, it's like, almost easier to accept, oh, I failed, it didn't work, I'm gonna go back to work for someone and just blame it on, oh, it wasn't the right time. COVID hit, this happened, this didn't go my way, I didn't get that business loan I was supposed to get. And it's a lot harder to say, all right, what I'm doing is not working, why is it not working? Because if something doesn't work, there's a, there's a reason. Like something mm -hmm. doesn't, people don't just come up with ideas and this guy takes off and this guy doesn't. No, there's a reason he did better than you why are they doing better than me? What am I doing that's not working? And then what do I do to fix it? If you fix it, all of a sudden that money starts flowing your way and there's no reason to stop. But if you don't, again, reflect and look at the things you're doing, if you don't know what your day-to-day -day operations are and what your long-term goals are and who you're trying to serve, I'm, you're not gonna make the money either way it goes, so. Yeah, um, and understanding you mentioned providing value. Yeah. And I think that you need, or people that run a business need to understand exactly what that means because a lot of times there can be disconnect sometimes right. of what you think is value you're providing mm -hmm. versus what the marketplace and the customer actually perceives as value. Right. So um, that's another thing that you have to reflect on is you got to kind of get outside of your bubble a little bit sometimes from a mental perspective yeah. and look at say your business model. If you were the consumer, you got to put yourself on the other end and you know, kind of get out of your own mindset and uh, really see if that structure you have going for your business, what you're providing, the prices you're charging, if that is really value that the consumer wants right. um, or if the, that's the value that, that is perceived as being worth it from the consumer's perspective. Because you might be a super hardcore believer in something, you think this is the best thing ever, but if the belief and the perceived value from the consumer side is not there, then your business is not going to survive. Right. So, um, yeah.
you have anything else to throw in there? Um, no, I think that's a good spot to kind of let them soak it up a little bit. Um, I think that sums up really just matching your service with the perceived value. And it's not, again, like he said, he summed it up perfectly. It's not the value that you think you're worth. Your value is what the customer is willing to pay. So if you aren't getting customers, your prices are either too high or your service sucks. <laughs> it's really only two options. So sit back, think about it, find out if your prices match what the market is, what other competitors are doing in your field, then that might be a tough pill to swallow because it's probably going to come back on you and your, your service just isn't that good. If your service is good, if you know you're offering, um, if you do, you know, you do better work than the next guy down the street, um, but you're still not getting people in, then you may just have to adjust the prices and maybe they don't stay there, but try dropping them a little bit just to get people in the door. Cause, uh, if people don't know about you, then they can't come to you anyway. So you, mm -hmm. if, if you're a new business, you may have to drop your prices just to get people in the door so that they can talk about you. And if your value and your service is as good as you think, they will talk about you and business will come. Yeah, and that's really, I mean, this discussion we've had the last few minutes has really been more complex look at supply and demand. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if you're, if you're providing value and you're doing it properly and people want to come to you, it's going to create more demand. Well, um, and then if your supply is the same, prices are naturally going to go up. So, right. um, it's a very simplified look at it, just saying supply and demand, but really, I mean, that's what it comes down to. You just need to understand some of the thought process on the back end of that. Right. And providing the value that actually creates the demand. So yeah, that's our little business talk for today on yeah. mission focus mindset. So like, and subscribe. And keep on listening. Out.